The Minnesota Vikings lost to the Detroit Lions 30-24 to on Sunday, and their playoff hopes are barely alive. It would take a miracle for the Vikings to make it into the playoffs. They'd have to defeat the Packers and the Lions without Hawkinson, maybe without Jordan Addison, without DJ Wanham, and they would have to have some losses go their way for them to sneak into the playoffs. Mullins threw four interceptions, and his last interception may have been the worst throw that I've ever seen because of the situation at hand. It's pretty much a must-win game for the Minnesota Vikings. I will go as far to say that this was a worse throw than Brett Favre in the 2009 NFC Championship game. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I know you're like, oh my God. (laughs) But here's why. Brett Favre threw the ball across his body. And it was on target to Sidney Rice if Tracy Porter didn't step in and intercept that ball. I get it. The Super Bowl was on the line. But here's why the throw is worse. Justin Jefferson was wide open by several yards. Nick Mullins had a clean pocket. Brandon Powell was also wide open. The reason why it makes it one of the worst throws that I've ever seen is because of the clean pocket, is because of the wide open wide receiver. If he even throws it a yard or two behind Justin Jefferson, J.J. can make the adjustment and make the catch, and maybe the Vikings are down at the one-yard line. Mullins threw this pass at least five yards behind Jefferson, and J.J. had no opportunity to make an adjustment on the football. That's why it was one of the worst throws I've ever seen. The Vikings are driving down the field. Mullins was throwing dimes. J.J. saved the day by recovering the fumble, which I think was more impressive than J.J. actually making that catch. Because what had to happen for J.J. to recover that fumble was insane because he was like 20 to 25 yards behind the football. And there were Detroit Lions players within 10 yards of the ball. And somehow he made up that distance and got to the ball. Mullins made throws to Powell. He made throws to Hawkinson. Mullins was playing okay at times during that game. He threw for over 400 yards. And his interceptions weren't as bad as the statistics shows. Because some of his interceptions were just punts. He threw a long, deep pass on 4th and 2 to Addison. It was intercepted. It was basically a punt. He could have found Hawkinson open. He missed Jefferson open. But at the end of the day, it was basically a punt. 
There was another long third down where he overthrew Justin Jefferson, intercepted. Basically a punt. That's all it was. But that last interception in a clean pocket with your best player open by several yards and you miss him. How did you do that? If he completes that ball, there's no saying the Vikings are going to win that game. But if he completes that ball, the Vikings are likely going to score a touchdown with 30 to 40 seconds left. They're up by a one if Greg Joseph knocks down the extra point, and Joseph had been money on extra points all season. That's why they call him G-Money, because inside 40 yards, he rarely misses. And now the Vikings' playoff hopes seem impossible. I don't know how they're going to make it into the playoffs. They need the Seahawks to lose to the Steelers, which the Steelers do have a good defense. And the Seahawks offense, I mean, they beat the Eagles at home, but Geno Smith, it's not like you're throwing Patrick Mahomes or one of the best quarterbacks in the league out there. It's Geno Smith. He's always capable of having a really, really, really bad game. So there's a chance the Vikings make the playoffs. But if they lose both games against the Packers and the Lions, there's a chance the Vikings could get into the top 10 of the NFL draft. There's even a chance that the, Green, that the, the Chicago Bears have a better record than the Minnesota Vikings at the end of the year. The Vikings are 7-8, and eight and the Packers are... Uh, Packers... And the uh, Bears are 6-9. and nine. The Bears are playing well. And if they go 2-0, and oh, and the Vikings go 0-2, oh the Vikings are going to finish with a 7-10 and 10 record, and the Bears are going to finish with an 8-9 and nine record. So there's a chance that the Vikings are the worst team in the NFC North at the end of the year. Now... I still think Kevin O'Connell deserves a lot of credit because of what he's been able to overcome this year. Four quarterbacks, bunch of running backs, best wide receiver out, offensive line injuries. It's been crazy how successful the Vikings have been. It's also crazy that the Vikings are mathematically not eliminated from the playoffs. And yet, they also have a chance at a top 10 pick in the NFL draft next year. That's kind of crazy. That's going to do it for this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Rate, review, follow the show wherever you are listening to this show. I appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Thank you for making this podcast a part of your day.